0: Good evening everyone or good morning for those in the West. This is our last part. So welcome everyone and thank you very much for sharing together this wonderful topic on the Vaishnavi Saints. I will just offer my obeisances and my prayers.
1: Timiranda Gyananjana Shalakaya. Shurun milita mina tasmai shi guru vaina maha. Vandi chitanya nityananda saho de to go de diapush bande ham shri ram abaya charana sakho sukh no paramanando sundaro subalo priyo he krishna karuna sindu dina bandu jagatpati gopesh gopika kanta radha kanta namo tatakañcha nagorangi radha vrindavaneshwari Rishabhan Sute, Devi Pranamami, Hri Priye Van Chakalpataru Bhascha, Creepas into Biaiva Patitanam Pavanebio Okay. Our
0: interpreter is not back, so. <laughs> We just start without and we see if something starts working. Yeah. Okay. So the last time <clears throat> we have uh, reached uh, the modern Vaishnavi saints, we were going through uh, three different prominent. Ah, uh, okay. So, Looks like he's back. Recording
2: in Spanish. Allow. So who will be the interpreter? Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Harry Boy. Ah, usted. Ya está. No, le doy. Como Juan Morales, sí. Le doy. A... A ver. Um,
1: Acabo de cambiar mi nombre, pero es el mismo eh, cuenta, la misma cuenta.
0: Ah, bueno, pero ya, yo no veo ahora Interpretation. Qué que raro, quizás porque estoy en el inglés o, ah, Managed Language, oh, ahí está, ok, ok, ya. Okay, yeah, creo que update. Está bien? Okay. Oh, y recording in Spanish ya tiene la permiso. Okay, ya está. Gracias. Okay. And we're streaming, so it should be fine. Okay, great. So the last time we were going through the modern Vaishnavi saints, we went through uh, three of them, very uh, prominent in the last century. Uh, there were five together, current or more modern Vaishnavi saints in our Gordhya Vaishnava lineage. And um, we will now uh, go through <clears throat> two other uh, which uh, the next one is very interesting. Her name is Srimati Devi. And it is said about her that um, it's interesting that uh, in view of the accepted wisdom, women saints in Indian religions are comfortable in their identity, uh, in contrast with men who often, those who particularly worship Radha Krishna, uh, seek some female identification. And in the story of Srimati Devi, it's just the opposite. Um, the author of this book, uh, OBL Kapoor, he is explaining uh, her legend in connection with Krishnananda Swami. Um, he was a Punjabi disciple of the Nityananda family, descendant of Prangopal Goswami. And um, so he was initiated, Krishnananda Swami was her guru and uh, he was initiated in the Gaudiya tradition uh, in lineage of promoters of manjari mood but krishnananda worshiped krishna in sakya rasa uh, his guru wanted him to take disciples and preach devotion to krishna krishnananda swami was reluctant because he wished to avoid association of women. So for years he had kept the vow that he would never look upon the face of a woman. And this continued to, he continued to keep his vow until he came in contact with an 11 year old girl named uh, Srimati Devi. So um, this is uh, the saint we are going to speak about now. Um, Srimati Devi lived in a village of Naglalakshampur and it, this is within the Braj area. So she widowed at the age of 11 and she devoted herself fully to the worship of her Krishna deity. She herself had a tendency to the friendly mood of devotion and she had here of Nanda Swami and became attached to the idea of becoming his disciple. So, um, at the insistence of some of her relatives, Swami wrote the Maha Mantra on a piece of paper and some instructions how to worship Krishna and wanted just to give to her. But Srimati Devi still wished to see her guru and she vowed that until she saw him, she would not go outside in the light of the day. She was rising at four in the morning. She was bathing, sitting indoors, chanting the holy names until sunset. And she kept this vow for three years, but she was not given still the opportunity to see her guru. So finally, she stopped all food and drink and she um, she was fasting like this for nine days when Krishnananda had a vision in which Balaram himself told him that he could break his vow for her sake. After making uh, this breakthrough and receiving personal contact with her guru, Srimati Devi, quickly attained perfection in the friendly mood. She, became, she began to dress like a boy and her behavior, her language, etc., took on the characteristics of a coward boyfriend, Krishna, and people even began to call her Bhaya. This means brother in Hindi. She became progressively absorbed in a total consciousness of Krishna's presence. But her health was very poor, so she did not live much longer after this. And one day when her guru came to visit her, he took her head in his lap and she said, Bhaya, let's go. Look, Balaram and Krishna are calling their friends to come. So, Krishnananda Swami replied, overcome with emotion, Go ahead, Bhaya, I'll be right along. So, having received this permission from her guru, she entered the eternal world of Braj. It's very interesting that we have a woman saint in the Sakharas, dressing as a man and having the instruction of Balaram directly to her guru to break his vow for her sake and have give her darshan uh, and the next uh, the, the last of this series of five saints is uh, her name is Girija Devi uh, she was a wife of a rich landowner in Jamira in Bihar she was habituated to a life of great luxury she started to lose interest in family life however when her oldest son died at the age of 18 Shortly thereafter, her second son also died. In her grief, she became indifferent to food and drink. Her husband asked his family guru for advice, and he began to read Bhagavata Purana to her, to calm her down. As a result of these readings, she began to develop interest in devotion to Krishna and a desire to move to Braj. And despite the family tradition, that uh, women could not go away from husbands. Her husband actually gave her permission to go and in Vrindavan Girija Devi she rented a room in Radharaman uh, building. There is a Radharaman Ghera, and she quickly began to experience visions of the deity Radharaman. Uh, Radharani would appear to her to complain about imperfections in the service that would have been impossible for for an outsider to know about. And on one occasion Radharman spoke to her by possessing one of the temple priests and speaking through him. Girija Devi also smoked tobacco from a hookah and she maintained other habits from her days in Bihar. And as a result of that, she was not always looked upon with faith. But eventually, such inexplicable events caused the Sebaids of Radharman to revere her. So uh, there was one Nilamani Goswami, her landlord. Um, he once decided to take her out from the room. She want, he wanted to rent um, the house at a higher rent. And on that very day, he made the decision, uh, but before carrying out his plan, returning to his home, he could not, uh, uh, he could not open the locked door, neither him nor his companions. And although he had the key, and another neighbor, a woman devotee, suggested to him that he had perhaps offended Girijadev, and that if she gave if she gives permission, he would be able to open the door. Ilamani went to her, asked her to open the door, and she was extremely astonished that she was able to uh, unlock the door and it opened. And they attributed this mysterious event to the arrangements of Radharaman himself. After the death of her husband, Girija Devi spends um, the, the, her last days in Jamira, and she was maintaining her practices and running the family estate. Um, a part of this information, um, I have found there's a disciple of Prabhupada. I know him many years, who was the first, um, um, he was the first uh, Western devotee who went to Shudha Maharaj and took shelter in 1981 and he used to live for some time in Bulgaria and uh, this is how I know him and and because he, he lived many Years in the month uh, of Shilshidhar Maharaj, he also wrote a um, very profound article on one of the disciples of Maharaj. So um, that's the most current saint I could find. Um, probably they're more like, I mean, from today, etc. But this one is really very special and very interesting because. Um, Actually, Shiva Maharaj himself, it is said that he wrote um, earlier uh, a, a letter uh, saying that his will is that she she becomes a successor after he leaves of, of his mission. But uh, later on, she was uh, quite sick and she couldn't uh, make any services. But uh, it's very interesting that um, uh, he wrote even a poem of her glorification. And she's also having a very famous poem uh, on one of his Vyasa Pujas. So uh, mm, I found this information from a very old, Website and um, this uh, disciple of Prabhupada, he passed away a few years ago. He was preaching mainly in Singapore. And um, uh, I knew about this interview, so I'm happy that I I found it. So it's actually a short biography written by him. And then um, on her centennial anniversary, he could uh, interview her with. uh, Bodan Maharaj, disciple of Bhakti Pramod Puri Maharaj. And, uh, and uh, so thanks to this, we can now read about her. Uh, so it's, I will also share with you this information. Her name is Srimati Krishna Devi, And she turned uh, 100 years on 12th of January 1998. So, um, this is for this special uh, celebration that this article was written about her. So, I would just share with you as well. Stalwart Vaishnavas are rarely to be seen and met, according to Srila Bhakti Balabtirta Goswami Maharaj. Yet, stalwart Vaishnavas never seem to falter. They just persevere no matter what kind of hardships they have to endure. Some 50 plus years ago, Srimati Krishna Devi, recently widowed, decided to devote the remainder of her life to Guru and Krishna. She surrendered at the lotus feet of that great Vaishnava preacher, Shilashidara Maharaj. Um, She actually, she was 40 years old when she widowed and she joined uh, the ashram, Shidhar Maharaj. His wonderful darshan took the form of a morning full of expectations of the unexpected, the mysterious minute by minute expanding revelations pouring from his lotus lips that could melt the heart of any surrendered soul and equally would baffle those who were not prepared to surrender to the supreme magician, Sri Krishna Chandra. She served in the math as a cook for 30 plus years before she was incapacitated by arthritis. At that time in the early 70s, also another young lady had joined the math and taken sh- shelter at the lotus feet of Srila Maharaj. And Srila Siddhartha Maharaj gave her the name Janavi Devi and engaged her as the personal servant of Krishna Devi, And she continued to serve her many years. And um, so Srila Siddhartha Maharaj had an extraordinary trust in Krishna Devi. Uh, When she was asked um, why she moved into the mud, she she gave a very simple answer that she simply liked it. But because she was so dedicated and she had such a service orientation that uh, she had practically much deeper commitment. she uh, impressed Shilashidhar Maharaj so much that he was, when he was going on preaching tours, he was leaving the mat. He would leave her as mat in charge until his return. Um, he had a lot of faith in her capacity to stick to the Siddhanta. And in his earlier will, he named her as a successor several times Before she became physically incapacitated. And she herself was a preacher of uncommon attributes. It can be attested by her poetic composition. It's called Auspicious Birth of Guru Maharaj. It was printed in English also uh, in Sri Vyasa Puja Mritam. It was. on the 101st appearance day celebration of Vashidhar Maharaj. And um, this part of this poem, which she wrote is inscribed in Bengali in marble stone on the south wall of Shibu Guru Maharaj Samadhi Mandir, of Shilashidhar Maharaj Samadhi Mandir. And it was included in many Bengali publications during the time of Shilashidhar Maharaj. Uh, According to Hai Vaishnavas this poem is written in a erudite fashion of old Bengali language using classical style. Uh, So in this way we can really appreciate her uncommon humility, because she had this extraordinary capacity and um, very, very high tolerance. And she was considered by many devotees at that time as a Shuddha Bhakta. So in her childhood, she she was first born in, um, on the most auspicious day, uh, Krishna Punya Abhishek Purnima. And she was educated in uh, Calcutta. Uh, She was having exceptional intellect from very early, Uh, Age at only 11, she obtained obtained excellence in many subjects. And she was given gold medals and honors from some famous judge, Ashutosh Mukhopadhyay And when she became 40, she was fortunate to meet her spiritual master, Bhakti Raksha Shidardev Goswami, who is the seventh sannyasi of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. She received both Harinam and Mantra initiations simultaneously from him and dedicated her life to the service of Sri Guru and Goranga. Um, she narrates that when she joined the mat, she was requested to perform to perform services for her Gurudev, the temple. That time had been recently established in Navvip in Kolodvipa, where Jagan Madai had their famous pastimes with Lord Nityananda. Srashidhar Maharaj had made arrangements with some Jaipur Murtivala. This is the makers of deities to prepare Shri Krishna deities for the newly constructed temple. When the deities were completed, uh, the name uh, very famous, Shishi Gandharvika Govinda Sundar. They were brought from Jaipur by Krishna Mahadevi and promising young sannyasi Govinda Maharaj. You know, he was later successor of Shridhar Maharaj. And when the deities arrived, Krishna Mahadevi felt very blessed because she was somehow instrumental to escort them to the holy dam and her Guru Maharaj's temple. So um, she thought that the service was done and she witnessed very inspiring happening. Shilashidhar Maharaj and his godbrother, Bhakti Deita Madhava Maharaj, they began to install the deities. And the two godbrothers performed roaring kirtan of immense proportion which culminated in both of them dancing wildly and loudly chanting for the pleasure of their lordships. Mai Devi was astounded and she witnessed this very ecstatic event and her heart became filled with the mercy of their lordships. She actually envisioned at that instance that Shri Shigoro were in fact dancing before Shishi Gandharvika Govinda Sunda. After witnessing this otherworldly dance, she told that her commitment to the service of the Supreme Lord deepened through Sri Guru and his grace. Um, So Krishna Devi's literary praises were also reciprocated by her Gurudev. He wrote original Sanskrit and Bengali shlokas in praise of her devotional qualities. And uh, at at that time, uh, nobody uh, suspected that one of the cooks in the temple was a recipient of so much mercy from Shilashidra Maharaj. Um, So here, the author is praying that she will forgive him if he was like negligent to her or not treating her with enough respect, as she was such an elevated soul. Um, Many times, he says, when uh, devotees are very tolerant and very humble, they just accept any type of behavior from anyone, but she was actually 100% surrendered to the wishes of her Guru Maharaj and um, and the desire of Siddhar Maharaj was to preach and serve the wishes of his Gurudev, Shil-bakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Uh, so um it is also said that Krishna Devi, she was one of the main contributors to the building of Chitanya Sarasvat Math. Uh, and after living there for 50 years in this temple and after the passing away of Shivashidara Maharaj, she announced that she could no longer stay in the Math. And she was living because she was at the age of 96. And um, she she had to to move to go into her more deep bhajan um, because she was handicapped and she was completely helpless physically. Um, and uh, here there is a very short um, passage from Shriji Maharaj uh, where he gave. Uh, uh, a lecture called Unconditional Service, which is a very special, um, yeah, we know that he's ex- having extremely high <laughs> discourses, but uh, some of them even higher at the moment. Uh, I would just shortly read just a few sentences because it's a very special one. He's saying the following, We may chant the name, hear the kirtan, but the very life will be present only as much as our activity is on the order descending from the plane above, as much as that order is earnestly being carried out by us. In that way, we may be taken above. We may be promoted to the higher layer by preparing ourselves only to carry out that order from above without question. If we are certain that the order is coming from the higher layer, we should surrender without question. By living at the disposal of the higher, we learn selfless service of the higher, which is not of any mundane source. This is our necessity, Vaishnava Seva, Guru Seva. By Guru Bhakti alone, in one stroke, all desirable pursuits will be accomplished. There are so many symptoms by which to recognize the genuine Guru. By obeying the directions of the higher, we can make progress towards the higher. We may hope to be selected by the higher and be taken up to that layer if we are considered sufficiently qualified. This attitude will be the main tenure of our lives if we want to go to the high superconscious regions. In the Vedanta Sutra, it is mentioned that the process to reach that region is by revealed truth and not by reason. If we apply reason, we shall be nowhere. Among expert arguers, there may be always one more expert and on and on no end. Thus reason and argument is inconclusive. Intellectualism has no standing here because superconsciousness is beyond our jurisdiction. It cannot be an object of our intellect by serving, honoring, self-giving and never otherwise can we invite that higher guest it's not possible to capture and engage him by intrigue and conspiracy such an attempt will betray saturn in another color deep self-surrender will take us into connection with the higher noble substance and it must be cultivated by any and all means that's the of, end of the quote. So Krishna Devi, she came out from the mat uh, for Guru Maharaj after he left the planet. Um, she continued to search for Sri Krishna and um, she was not uh, content to be just comfortable, materially well off. And after that, she was served by uh, several Famous Vaishnavas, um, uh, Gaur Krishna Prabhu, the same Janavi Devi from the very beginning, and also Pishima, the you know the sister of Shiva Prabhupada, mm-hmm. she was also taking care of her. Um, so, um, in uh, the place where she lived after, it's um, also in Srinavad Vidham. Uh, in the month of and prabhu on in that auspicious holy place uh, her was celebrated her uh, centennial birthday and um, so uh, many very famous uh, vaishnavas of that time also disciples of shri bhakti siddhanta prabhat uh, came to honor her um we can see how Vaishnavas really elevated one. uh, That's just uh, another level (laughs) of uh, mm, mutual respect and worship and it's uh, very pleasing to to listen about it. Um, And here the author describes that that uh, th- those who attended the celebration were mm, Das Babaji Maharaj. No, he was a very famous disciple of Shiva Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He passed away in 2003. Uh, I personally could meet him only one time in 2001. And he's extraordinary Vaishnava. Um then Bhakti Vaibhav Sagar Maharaj, who is disciple of Bhakti Vilas Maharaj, was also attending this celebration. Uh, Buddhana Maharaj, disciple of Bhakti Pramod Puri Maharaj as well. Uh, so at that time also the brother of Srivashidar Maharaj, his name is Amar Babu, he sent one of his sons, Nanda Kumar. To attend the ceremonies and uh, many other uh, number of prominent lady devotees, uh, Srimati Janovi Devi, who was serving Krishna Mai so many years. And at that time there was another Anuradha Devi, who's very famous. Um, so the author here says that uh, he asked her many times to give an interview, and, but she always like uh, rejected. Uh, and at that time, she was also uh, never returning Dandavad Pranans offered to her from Brahmacharis. And because some misinterpreted this as she was uh, having some seniority complex, But um, on the contrary, she herself felt unworthy to receive dandavas from an ascetic because she was a woman. Uh, But they anyway continued to offer her dandavas because they concluded that Krishna Mayday was far beyond bodily distinctions. Um, And with the help of Buddha and Maharaj, she could give an interview, which is a short one. I would just read you the questions and answers between the two. Um, here, Bhudan Maharaj is asking, Can you tell us about your first meeting with Srila Maraj? Maharaj? She's replying, I cannot remember dates and times. I do remember receiving his genuine love and blessings. I formerly came to the Math without telling my family members because they would be. Have been an objection, they would have prevented me from coming. What were the circumstances surrounding the acquisition of the land for Sri in Sarasvatma? The answer here: it was during the time of the monsoons we found that the huge snake was on the rooftop. We were all concerned and trying to devise a way to read the place of the serpent. But Shila Maharaj said we should let that snake be, because he had no place else to go because the water was too high. He remained there without incident. After some time, Srila Guru Maharaj brought Srila Govardam Srila from Vrindavan and he composed one shtotra. After that, he constructed the mat with donations from the devotees. Gopal Mishra used to work there and also Bhutnat Dharmadashini, and Dulal Malik and Nityananda Prabhu. The Ugra Kshatriya caste contributed a lot of the funds and I also gave some money towards the construction of the third floor. I sold my lands of about three bigas of Shimjuli for rupees 10,000 and donated the lot. Altogether, I gave around 40,000 rupees and my daughter also contributed. Question Why did you decide to move into the math? I came to live to the math because I liked it. I asked my uncle for permission and he said, Yes, there is a genuine holy man there. My father did not approve of it, so I had to come without his knowledge. What was your service when you joined the math? I prepared foodstuffs in the kitchen of the mat and also offered puja. When I first came here, only the ground floor had been constructed. On one of my earlier visits, I had a quarter of a rupee with me, which I donate, donated and commented to Shri Maharaj, I would like to have given more. And Goswami Maharaj, Keshav Maharaj, Modusuddin Maharaj and Paramahamsa Maharaj and Yajavar Maharaj, all of them used to come and stay here. They all had so much affection for me. I later, later went to Vrindavan with Yajavar Maharaj. When Srila Guru Maharaj went to Badarik Ashram, did you accompany the party? That's the last question. I did go with Guru Maharaj, I remember, but I don't remember the year or the places we traveled through. I also remember going to Rameshwar with him one year. I was advised not to go because my son-in-law was very ill. They feared he might leave his body. Still, it was my heartfelt desire to go on pilgrimage with Burmaraj, so I did that. When I returned, amazingly, my son-in-law was still alive. And here the summing up of Maharaj is that whatever is performed for Shiguru Guru and Shigoranga is certainly not in vain, it would seem. We should try to glorify the holy Vaishnavas, as is our capacity and qualification, but it seems that we are always and forever short of the mark. Please accept my humble obeisances and best wishes for a glorious centennial celebration. So that's the end of the um, the interview and the biography on Krishnamayi, Devi Dasi. Uh, So it was said now that uh, several times Sri Sri Maharaj was pointing her as a successor, which would be quite um, even (laughs) imagined at that time. Like Sri Sri Maharaj, of course is super famous for being uh, Essence seeker and form breaker. That would be really one of his (laughs) amazing performances if he would just uh, put a successor woman at that time after him, but she was uh, incapacitated and sick of arthritis and she needed like special care and everything. So he would um, point, as we know, Govinda Maharaj was his successor. And uh, just as a very uh, last of like a summing up the whole discourse, I would like, excuse me for a moment. Sorry, my sound a little bit here. disturbing. So um, what I wanted to share, uh, like reading the wonderful biographies of all these Vaishnavi saints and speaking about the topic going beyond uh, to say designations of bodily concepts and even higher to the this most highest ideal we follow. Um, I would say that we are very lucky to have
2: um, uh, to have this view. Oh,
0: somebody has signed me out from the. Yeah, I hope it will continue streaming. But yeah, just to sum up, because before it cuts off. Uh, So I wanted to to share that I'm very grateful to Guru Maharaj about um, this open-mindedness and taking into consideration consideration Kalapatra Desha uh, because it is uh, very important to to be able to uh, look for the... uh, to follow our spiritual path uh, in a way that we look for the essence and not just for the uh, some external designations. We have so much um, to say, we have heard, and we have seen so many uh, different approaches in the West and uh, but somehow um, we have to, to come to this idea which uh, Mahaprabhu have given that um, I'm not a brahmachari, I'm not a Brahmana, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, so um, considering men, woman, Russian, American, etc we have to really go beyond this uh, limitation. And also uh, uh, Padmanama Raj was speaking recently about uh, uh, one of the things, one of the niyama agrahas is when you follow certain things without knowing why, just you take out of the, context of what Bhagavatam says, for example, about women or grihasthas or whatever family man. And when this is like copy paste of what we try to follow uh, as a spiritual path, there's like this external material designation which appears and from there, uh, like absolutizing one extreme or another generally um, is always giving some, create some artificial atmosphere. We have seen how, for example, there is a special glorification of one to be a man or a sannyasi or a brahmachari or anything. And when such type of uh, differences are brought uh, instead of following the uh, purity and devotion and dedication etc then very easily we can just create some hierarchy and some finally material uh, society because when we glorify external things uh, people become attracted to uh, to show these externalities like to become Artificially sannyasis or to glorify that they are men or women or whatever. And finally, uh, they take positions in society where they can just use this society and everything becomes quite cynical. Um, so that's why um, we have now the chance in the West being one of the first generations, like third or something where we can actually follow our ideals in in this way as the um, saints are showing, as our gurus are showing, and to follow in their footsteps and not uh, so to say, betray the ideal and the path and example they give to us. Mm, so I would say that we should be very lucky and feel very blessed to be able to follow in this way. This is what I wanted to share. If is there are any questions and discussion or any anyone would like to add something? I think we are not broad. Brought- Casting anymore, or at least somebody has stolen just a come. I'm not the host anymore, but yeah, we'll see how it will work.
1: Good morning, Sabdi, It's kind of around here. Good Hare
0: morning. Hari Krishna. Nice to see you.
1: Nice to see you. I missed the first part of your class. I just have a a really basic question. Like, so this person that you're talking about is her name Krishna Mai? is that right?
2: Yes.
1: Okay. And she's one of the God sisters of uh, Srila Prabhupada and like uh, Srila Sridhar Maharaj or she's the disciple of Srila Sridhar Maharaj. She's a
0: disciple of Srila Sridhar Maharaj. It's explained she joined when she was 40 And the, yeah, the article I was reading about, it was from 1998 when she was turning 100
2: years. Uh Okay.
0: I don't know if anyone else has written about her, but um, I found this article and it was quite interested and uh, it was written by a Prabhupada disciple who left this world a few years ago and he was the first Westerner going to Shil Maharaj taking shelter of him in 1981. So, yeah, and he took sannyas from him. Uh, His name is Rishikesh Maharaj. So I found from him this article because he lived in Bulgaria for some years. I knew him, I mean, before. (laughs) And um, and, uh, he wrote this uh, article because he was, Witness to all that.
1: Huh. Thank you very much for sharing about such a, a nice uh, saintly personality.
0: <clears throat> Thank you. This is what I could find uh, gathered, w- w- whatever like from different because from before we had some publication about uh, Vaishnava women saints from modern time and from time of Mahaprabhu, so there's not so much information, but this is, um, I could gather a bit. So probably in the future, people will start to write more about it because somehow in the, you know, it's a bit conservative in India, was until now. So it was not so much uh, written about uh, women's saints. General. Any other question or comment? Thank you so much and for uh, giving me the opportunity and listening to um, to those biographies and also being in your company. Have a very wonderful day.